Caps Lock Emotions with Jimmy Evans and Ian Campbell. Okay, so what happened to Danny Philippidis? Philippidis, is that his yeah, name? That's his name. 46 of Toronto. So he went skiing with his friends. Um, we can actually. Well, like, what do you, I mean, like, what do you. What do I think what actually happened? To happened? This guy? Yeah. What do I think actually happened? Well, in an ideal world, I would side with the more out there, like, Reddit people and think that, like, oh, aliens. <laughs> or mm-hmm. next level down, like, he had some, he experienced some kind of, like, psychotic break, like, dissociative fugue, forgot who he was for multiple days. And, uh, you know, just wandered to California. Yeah. Where they found him. Because he was still wearing all the same things. That's the weird part, is that he was wearing his ski clothes. Like, if you were trying to fake your death, at this point, you would have new clothes and a new life. You would think so. Unless, like, he knew he was going to be caught. Like, he knew that something was going to happen. And he's like, well, the time's about to run out. I better come up with a more interesting story. Yeah. And then puts on his ski clothes to be found, that's, to wander into the police station or whatever. That's a big moment. Yeah, that's like, a, it's a big decision for him. I'm just going to run like, with uh, a strategy of like confusion. Abducted by aliens. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to run with aliens. Mm-hmm. So I think that's possible. Because uh, he doesn't remember anything? He says he doesn't remember anything. An interesting fact from this article, this is like an NBC5 article, which I think is like a New York branch of NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, I think... Oh, no, it's... Yeah, no, it's Wilmington, New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting thing that they hide at the bottom of this article is the, the state has not said how much the search for uh, Philippidus cost, That's a, which yeah. is interesting. And officials have not said how he traveled to Sacramento, because that's where they found him. He was skiing... In the Whiteface Mountains, and he showed up on a Tuesday, two thousand nine hundred yeah. miles away, in Sacramento. Yeah, this like I didn't really this story. The weirdness of it didn't really hit me until I saw the map, and I was like, "Wait, that literally." Yeah, is when you see insanity. like the diagonal difference. Yeah, because like, oh. I feel like I've. It's almost like this isn't that interesting to me. Like I feel like I see this or like this type of thing a lot. Where like they found that guy. You know, and they don't know what happened, and then you kind of like, I don't really care what happened. But, right. And then I saw the map, and I was like, wait a minute, this guy fell through a black hole. Or, or something, aliens, right? Like, a, like a, a wormhole. <laughs> or his, his plan to start a new life, totally. Because what's, yeah. the, what's the argument for like him faking his death, do you think? I... Because he just disappears. Because his car was left at the ski... He could not be found as the resort was closing. His belongings were found at the lodge, right. and his car was still in the parking lot. Right. Because like the theories online are like, oh, he drove himself there. He didn't. Maybe he told his friends. Maybe he didn't. Mm-hmm. He had someone else pick him up, and he left all his stuff there to make it seem like, oh, he just never came down from the mountain. Like he died while skiing or whatever, and they haven't found his body yet. He's a married father of two and a 28-year veteran Toronto firefighter. Is that important? Is it important that he's a firefighter? I don't think or so. Or he's a father of two. Oh, well, maybe. A reason to leave. That makes it a little bit more. <laughs> right. <laughs> a reason to leave, but hopefully a reason to like not also yeah. like to come back to be found again. You think that's the thing, like the only people that are trying to 
like uh, restart their lives or like married have kids people yes i think popular culture would like us to believe that like oh people just do this or whatever you know it's just like because the most famous uh one of the most famous cases of like dissociative few which was actually just proven to not he was lying um was this dude in new york who like in his 20s just dis like fell off the face of the earth for like 20 years or whatever and then reappeared in his 40s or whatever and he's like i lied about all that well they eventually found out that like he was just living a separate life you know like he was Uh, he had some things that he was hiding that he had to address or whatever um so i would think that like in real life he'd actually be trying to run from something but what but how do they not figure that out right and he was with firefighters like he was with his co-workers his brothers, his, his brothers in arms, um, in firefighting arms, and I want to know what they think. Yeah, I, I didn't know that he, I thought he just went to ski by himself or something, and was like, that's, this is what I'm doing for the day, and then he never right. came home. Right, but no, he was with his friends. They were like all together. That's the other thing about this article. I need another article, <laughs> because this article, we kind of, we this is what I messaged you about. Mm-hmm. Like, the actual writing of it is so strange to me. Even the way it's formatted. Yeah. <laughs> like, each line looks like it could be, like, a, like a byline, or like a, like a headline for a thing, you know? Like, it's right. very strange. It's like a children's book version of the article. Like, right. you could read each page. Right. And then show the It's picture. like, we're just gonna condense it down. This is the abridged version of the actual article. Philippidus Did- was found alone. <laughs> flip the page yeah i yeah. i don't know because also isn't this to me is like every like i don't read the news on nbc five, five no know? me neither like no. i don't even i probably just have the news like wash over into my brain by twitter honestly if mm-hmm. i'm being honest mm-hmm. but like actually, no i get most like, of my news secondhand yeah like clicking an article and reading it this is like my experience of reading like any any like uh news website article right did you see this video at the bottom? Oh, no, I didn't. Wait, who's this? It was a live Facebook video, also weird, um, Wait, I with, like, officials in Toronto uh, watching it. Let me see this. I quite honestly didn't know what I was going to do with the seven or eight members when they came back and the guilt that they were feeling, so I'm happy that, uh, uh, that the situation turned out positive for Danny. And that uh, hopefully now uh, there's closure and they won't have that guilt because, you know, we were quite concerned. I've had discussions with uh, some of our uh, peer support people. This is exactly what we could do for our members that were skiing with them. You can imagine the guilt that they would have if this turned out to be a tragic event. Do you have any idea as to how we ended up from New York to Sacramento? There we go. Reporter. That's under investigation. He wasn't able to give those answers. Why? Um, that is something that uh, as the police do their investigation, we'll find out. Do you know what day he with his ski equipment on? Apparently, he had his uh, still his heavy jacket, his ski pants were on, oh, I put them. Um, and I'm told his helmet and goggles were with him as well. What kind of state was he in when he decided to go for that one last run? Was he? Did he seem mentally? So wait, this is. I'm actually clicked on the one on the top. Did you watch this one? No, I, I, was, I was speaking to the one on the bottom. Yeah, it's the same guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that video... That's a live stream? It That's was. That's like 10 minutes live. Just, With uh, updated information. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 
This seems to be like the press conference. Right. No, Once they found him. Yeah. I don't know. This guy's like an official. I don't know. Firefighter guy. A Toronto official. <laughs> He's got a big seal behind him. This video is also weird to me because, like, it doesn't. I don't understand what it is or like who this person is, what his job. You know, is. you know, Danny. He's just like standing behind a brick wall that has like the has fire seal, firefighter yeah. symbol. Uh-huh. I think it all happened on a stage. I think it's all fake. That's what I'm trying. to Well, get. this is my my new theory. Okay. That I just thought of while he was answering these questions, is that what if, like, I can believe that the his friends. Like, the fellow firefighters and this firefighter dude who's, like, the spokesperson. I don't know what his job is. He's got um, tie on and he stands Yeah, yeah, he tells fire news. Um, I have a... Like, I can believe that they're innocent. They didn't know what was going on. You're trying to figure out who's guilty? But I think... Yeah, we're, <laughs> this is court. Uh, but I think that the people in Sacramento, the police officers who found him in Sacramento, might be in on it. Interesting. Because now I'm thinking, like, he wasn't trying to fake his own death. He was trying to, like, create an amazing cover story to, like, cool things off back home. Like, what if wife and two kids, there was some kind of pre-existing conflict. Maybe he was cheating on his wife or they got into a fight. There was some reason why, like, him going missing at this time would feel especially heartbreaking to, you know, his family. Uh Because it's like, oh, we were already fighting, and now he's dead? Like, no. Okay, okay. So, like, him oh, I see. disappearing in Toronto and showing up in California is not only, like, an amazing story for us, the, like, audience, like, news reader or whatever, but for his wife to, like, forgive him over. This is a Valentine's Day present. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like, <laughs> like forget, forget me cheating on you. I just traveled 3,000 miles. To and California, the connection because firefighters and cops are like best friends or whatever. Yes, and so that they like drank at the same bar. And one yes. day he's like, "Man, I'm having all these problems with the wife." Like I, I honestly believe that they could the pick him up, you know, on the side of the road or whatever. He could walk into the station with his ski gear on, and like, ask to speak to the guy privately, the guy who like fills out the forms or whatever. You know, the guy at the front desk, and uh, and say like, "Hey." Can you do me a favor? Can you do, what? <laughs> Can you do me a huge favor? Right. And then uh, the real story is about how little uh, faith we have in law enforcement. I guess so. They could to just, easily, like, easily believe shit. that they could collude. They could just do some dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, nah, I, yeah. That's, That's what I think. Danny. Danny. Danny Philippides. Is he Greek? Also, what does New York? Danny have to is do his with? nickname. Danny's his nickname. This his is real name this may is be, Richard. No. His real name is Constantinos. Constantinos. Yeah. He's so Greek. Of twenty of forty nine of Toronto. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this man. And this whole situation. I just this is like an unsettling article to me. Because that it's being like covered at all, or no, just, just like, the way it's presented to you. The the just like. Because the, the way it's presented is, so is weird. Yeah. The way it's presented is strange too. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I feel like I accidentally found this article. It feels Does that like make sense? it feels like when you make the stock news website, like it has some like blank like lorem ipsum like articles, <laughs> and that like this is just one of those. You know, like we just some classic stories that news covers. Like we'll just keep those in the back, like to fill out the website. You know, whatever. Yeah. The real stuff will be on the front page. Does not have a history of mental illness or substance abuse. What did I say? Abuse? Abuse. abuse. 
and he was reported to be in good health. I, I do you think there's like a do you think there's like a link I can follow to like receive updates about um, as this case develops? Uh-huh. Could you subscribe? should I just Could should I just follow Brad Evans, who is not a reporter, is just a digital media manager. He's just a Who's digital. Brad Evans is the person who posted this article. Digital media manager. Yeah. Who the fuck is this guy? How does he figure into the conspiracy? Brad moved to the Champlain Valley as a digital media manager in June 2015 after nearly three years at NBC5's sister station, WLWT, in Cincinnati. Champlain Valley. He started as an intern in 2010, and after graduating from the E.W. Scripps School of Journalism at Ohio University, I think that's a good school, he taught English in La Rochelle, France for a year. Upon his return to Cincinnati, Brad accepted a position as assignment editor at WLWT. He then moved to the position of digital editor uh, in 2013. When he's not tweeting, posting stories, videos, photos of slideshows, Brad enjoys traveling, cooking, reading, and walking his dog, Chance. Fake fake person. I don't think this is a real person. person. (laughs) Also weird that his profile picture is like a photo of him on the news. Oh my god. Like you can see the Chiron like below. yeah, Yeah, you can. Brad Ev. Yeah, I don't when know. When he's not tweeting, posting stories, videos, photos, and slideshows. See, because that's, that's why he's not a reporter. He's digital. Because he's, dig- he's fully digital. Yeah. So then what, the, what is this guy's... Did he write this? Maybe that's why it's weird. Because he's like... He didn't write it? <laughs> he, right? Well... I don't know. It doesn't say bye. It just that's true. It doesn't say time. bye. It's just he's the person who posted it. You know how sometimes... Let's see. No, that doesn't. Sometimes they'll like articles are actually by like a staff, mm-hmm. you know, like a whole staff or whatever. There's also a transcript of that video um, directly below. I'm looking at his Twitter. See his Twitter bio. Mm-hmm. Basically, says the exact same thing as his. He's an Eagle bio. Scout. Former English teacher in France. Yeah, I don't know. Is this a real person? He shared his Twitter moment. Skier missing from New York, then 2,900 miles away. So also, like, you... something worth noting, he had $1,000 of cash in oh, his pocket. Oh, yeah, I just saw that. That's not mentioned in the article, is it? No. Yeah. Sick reporting, Brad. If you reported this, I know who wrote or like the robot, the AI that kept you like that, like metabolized this information yeah. and then wrote an article that Brad posted. So I guess, like speaking to like the larger weird feelings you're having about it, like why, why do you think this is news? Why? How did this? Who is this news to other than Danny's family? Well, is it news for? People that want to post something on Reddit, on the subreddit. Uh, unresolved weird, mysteries, weird things, <laughs> like weird disappearances. Right, all the ones that we saw. Yeah. Or just like, isn't it the type of thing that you'd share on Facebook? <laughs> Which, it is. I mean, it was the type of thing that got shared on Twitter. That's how I found it. Yeah. It was like a person who tweeted it and they're like, I can't stop thinking about this article. But that's interesting because like, why is it that people want to share this type of thing? Which is like a non-informative, just sort of, like it's not even a story. It's like the beginning of a story, right? Well, it's like the beginning and end of a story. The suggestion of a story. Theoretically. 
Yeah. We're missing about 3,000 miles of story. Yeah. In between. I just had a terrible idea for, like, what, a news What was that? Thing. Like, you would just... No, wait. Would this be a real thing? Like... Basically, you make fake news, mm-hmm. so that's what's terrible and okay, awful. Fake news, got and it. Killing <laughs> would kill everybody. Yeah, uh, but it's like uh, stories that are always unfinished or strange, and you're like, weird. What you're describing is like an onion for more like dramatic or mysterious things. Sure, right? For like true crime. For true crime. I would read that. It shouldn't exist. <laughs> I would read that. Do you think, like, the novelty of an onion is not just the humor, but, like, the way the news reports things? Like, a lot of... There's, like, an old saying that, like, you know, like, the the hardest part about, like, writing the onion or whatever is, like, sitting down to actually write the fake article. No. Because, like, the headline is the game, you know? Like, that's the joke. Yeah. And then the article is, like, weird color. Oh, yeah. I think absolutely... There's, like, a... Uh... You gotta use people's knowledge of like what a headline sounds like mm-hmm. against them. Not against them. Right. For humor for purposes. <laughs> yeah. For their laughter. Yeah. Pleasure. Um I don't know, man. So like if oh, how would you feel if you figured out how this story ended? I feel like I don't want I don't wanna know the lame I don't wanna hear about how the cops colluded so that this guy could have the worst, the worst, the worst Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day ever. Because it life. did happen on February 13th. That's yeah. worth mentioning. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, do, but that it, would make it real. Am I more satisfied? I feel like the job isn't done until we know the yeah. rest of the story. I don't, I don't believe that this is an actual event that happened in a weird way. Like, right. That's, how, that's my weird feeling of like, who the fuck is Brad Evans who didn't write this? He digital mediated. Right. For that to movie. existence. Yeah. And like... What happened to this guy anyways? Uh, so it doesn't feel like this real event. And then if it was... If, if there was another article that was like... Oh, this A follow-up. Update. happened. You know? Yeah. Oh, it was just this. Update on whiteface skier incident. Right. I like... Danny... Danny is a serial killer. Or like, you know, like Danny is cheating on his wife. Yeah. Do I want that? Do, Do you I think... I mean, because obviously Brad <laughs> is being limited by whatever information he can get from like... Uh, uh, like public statement by either California police or Toronto firefighters or whatever. Yeah, because I don't think he's actually interviewing anyone. You know, like I think he's just reading like a police statement and then writing an article. Yeah. Um, do you think there's any sense of like it being left intentionally sort of open ended so that you as a reader? Or like, I should check back on my NBC5 next week to see if there's any more information about Danny's disappearance. I mean, that would be... Uh, the disappearance of Danny. Right. That, that seems like a great digital media strategy. Right, yeah. Like, that gets um, me to follow Brad, maybe, to see, like... But that also seems like a complete perversion of what, like, a news article is supposed to be about. You know, like, with... What is, like, a news article supposed to be about, though? Oh, right. Yeah. Um... Because I don't know if we ever came to a conclusion. Yeah, a news article. But like, what's the intention of a news article? Informing. Informing. Whatever that means. Let's let's say, like, what the uh, publication would say the intention is first. And then let's see, like, what actually happens. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so, like, I think a journalist or whatever, a newspaper would say that the news is about giving citizens the information they need 
to make informed decisions. Mm. To make to make uh, ethical decisions. Ethical or they decisions. wouldn't even. I don't even think they qualify decisions. They would just be like to make decisions. Right. You know, every citizen is has like, their own ethics. Right. Their own code of ethics. Well, every citizen is like a, the individual. Right. You're like the the. You know, Declaration of Independence. Right. Judge, thing. jury, and execution. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's what they would say so do you think that there is like a general agreement among the uh, news industry uh, journalists that like awareness is good like being aware of what's going on going on around you is good yeah I I think it's at the very they might take issue with that but that's like what that is right right that vague ass like you know like we want to inform people so that we just want to because being informed is valuable yeah awareness is good because it's like what does that even mean like it's just such a vague that's just like noise really because yeah it, it actually is just noise at this point but. yeah because i think like 21st century like you start a news business in the 21st century i think you say like awareness is good like the whole like explain the news movement that like every new website is like mm-hmm. let's get into the details or whatever you know like you here's context or two minute video right explainer right and I think like beyond awareness most places almost like generally good intentioned news publications might say that like awareness plus like some kind of generation of like empathy or understanding you know like yeah. not just being aware of what's going on but like sort of understanding or empathizing with it so that, like, you care, you know? Yes. Like, not, like... The, I, it, no, no, that's, that's probably yeah. not what, like, real-life mindfulness is, but, you know, like, something along those lines. Like, as far as, like, a news article can make you mindful of yourself and others, right. you know? There's just some incomplete part of that. Like, for the... I agree that that's, like, a sentiment. That that's what they would say. That's what they say, the heart of journalism. It's probably because it's a dialogue, but they present as if it's a monologue, right? That, like, oh. really, news is a dialogue between the reader and the writer. Well, writing is that, right? Yeah. And, yeah. But, like, news is They're like, probably. actually, <laughs> no, we're just going to tell you. <laughs> like, we're just, there's no, what you think or say doesn't really matter as long as we get it right. Right. And say what we need to say. Yeah, what a weird relationship versus, like, other uh, reader, writer relationships mm-hmm. it's like i i is it because it's didactic like you're gonna learn from this but we can never i i won't no it's not didactic because there's no lesson right it's right like you get to create your own lesson right you take the lesson you need from it which because the, it, the furthest they'd ever go to saying a lesson is like we want you to know what's going on you know you to know what's going on which to me is always just like trying to obscure or maybe not even actively trying to obscure but it does it just there's an intention but it's just like you just call it all these other things when they say they want you to know what's going on it's like we want you to be able to parrot our two minute video version of our you know five minute article or whatever about like economic inequality right or (laughs) like healthcare policy or whatever yeah uh yeah I don't know what the what a news what a news is supposed to do. Yeah. Well, it's also a business, right? Well, there's that. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's like a whole that. other conflict. Right. The news as though like uh, an ideal that is in the, the mind of people 
who want to be news people, mm-hmm. right? That maybe mm-hmm. that's like a thing. That's the thing we're trying to figure out. Which does it also seems like it's not real. Like what does a journalist think they're doing? Sure, yeah, or like the ideal of news right. as a thing. Like, because you can't, you can't always just tell us. No journalist is like, I'm just here f- to make money for the corporate people. They're like, they hold the two thoughts in their head at once, right? right. They, have to, they have to. Yeah, like all of us. Right? Yeah. yeah, you have to to survive. Yeah, it's strange. I don't know. Like, I don't want to think that it's sinister because I think, like, most people are well-intentioned. But like you had said before, uh, there's, like, limitations, I guess, to the methodology, like, to the way it's, like, reporting in general, like, has limits. I think, I think maybe. You know? I think, um... So, like, even if they're well-intentioned, like, they could still do wrong or, like, not enough and Mm -hmm. actually affect their reader negatively, you know? Yeah. Because, like, discuss the positivism I know, thing I was, that you were... I was trying to think... Hy- hy- like, creating a hypothesis around. getting into that. Mm. Well... Mm, what was the positivism thing? So, like... I mean, we could talk about was, philosophy, right? The conflict of, like, 20th and 21st century philosophy. Yeah. I, yeah, I it's think, like entirely about methods and that has nothing to do with like what actually people think it's just like how are you doing philosophy how are you doing your philosophy the philosophy of philosophy well you know Metaphysics. Yeah, the way we think is kind of important because that's maybe that, that's what positive is about a way of thinking about mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. but a little bit more specific to like science uh, and there's right. like a way of of conducting science or being scientific or whatever mm-hmm. pursuing empirical practicing the scientific truth. method there you go all those things truth. yeah which we think is like the f- and because i think we were all deeply ingrained in the idea of the positivism of it which is that science is this uh discovery of objective fact and laws within the world and they're there in the world and we can just uncover them well, by finding them yeah, I think that's how the average person understands it. I think if you actually talk to a scientist that's true. or a philosopher, they would say that that is not the case. Mm-hmm. That like really everything we do is best guesses until the next best guess, mm-hmm. right? You know, mm-hmm. like a law is really just the current interpretation of what's going on. Right. Like they actively want to disprove the laws that they've discovered and have done that already. Yeah. In the hopes of, like, finding a more accurate representation of what's actually going on. Right, like the, whatever, the... Like the OG... Moving from the atom to strings and waves or whatever is... What is one such development? Or even just, like, our understanding of gravity. Mm -hmm. Like, all the stuff that Newton popularized is not no longer the model that they use when they're describing gravity or any of, like, the basic, like, forces that, like, act on us, you know? Yeah. And so, like... Yeah, so there's the... But then journalism, which is just like, to me, the more I think about it, it's just like a bastard science. Like, it's just not... It's like a... It is a truly the fakest science. It presumes... I mean, it loosely, it loosely falls under, like, the social sciences, I guess. Yeah. That, yeah, that's true. I shouldn't say that. But the, the idea of there being, like, a... The... Uh, uncompromised reader, uncompromised writer, mm-hmm. uncompromised event. Right, like story. Know, thing yeah. that happened that didn't actually, like, 
the reality of it start to change and start to become like a different start to become the story of it right which is a separate thing from right. what actually happened actually like the idea that those that there is uncontamination in the whole process is like like a joke like it's mm-hmm. like who's pretending and maybe people really aren't pretending anymore I mean I think we have a basic idea of bias yeah that like bias impacts like how someone writes about something right. or how someone interprets something when they read it it's like we've, 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 yeah, the word bias, we figured out the word bias. Everyone has the word bias mm-hmm. in their head, but then we still didn't change the practice of it. We're just kind of like, that's just another factor for the uh, citizen cons- customer. They have to figure it out. They have right. To, and maybe, I, I don't know, what do you think about that? Is so that maybe bias is like one of our natural laws in science in that like we just kind of have to accept it and move on, you know? Bias. That, like, people will have opinions and, like, even unintentionally carry those into how they report something or how they understand it when they read it. Yeah. Like, it's the objectivity-subjectivity debate, you know? Like, you can't be objective. You can't be objective. It's impossible. Especially when you're, like, recounting an event that happened, you know? Objectivity is interesting because it's, like... We're talking about can you write something that's objective, or can you have a th- opinion that's objective, which means like, no. can you describe something that in a way that describes its essence or like what it is, right? right. Like in a yeah, this is yeah. I mean that it, no, right? You can't ah. Uh, it's like if I filmed someone jumping off a building. Uh huh. Is that the objective view of that event? Or would a more objective view be right. from the POV of the person jumping? Or maybe someone closer to the building? Or someone, like, where they land? Or right. whatever, you know? And it's not any of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's because, not any of them. Yeah. Because yeah. the video camera is, you know, has a perspective. Like, it is subjective, right. you know? And even if you had, like, the the perspective of every single being that saw it... It would still not be an the objective. Trees yeah. or whatever... Yeah, or, like, the sense experience of hitting the ground or, like, any, mm-hmm. any the sound, any of it. Like, it, it's still not objective. Right. Which makes you think that just objectivity is, is like, not... It's not a true concept. Like, it doesn't I think really... it only exists to describe subjectivity, right? Yeah. Like, or a, a, better, a better subjectivity. Yeah. It has to aspire to some amount it, of objectivity. You got to stretch yourself, right? Yeah. You have to have more cameras of the suicide attempt. Yeah. Uh, I don't to, know why I picked someone jumping off a building. To follow the metaphor that you yeah. did, that's all your fault. Uh-huh. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, because also, like, why do you, why do we need to assemble objective, objectivity? Why do you have to assemble, like, a, Maybe just for news. Yeah, specifically for news. You know. Why is like something objective more valuable than something subjective? We all need to know what happened. Because we associate objectivity with truth. Yes. And for some reason we value truth above all else. Above everything. Yeah. Uh, when in reality... Above even like kindness or... Right solving a problem like maybe in reality a subjective opinion would actually be more valuable mm-hmm. like a spe- so like the uh the classic this is now like the whipping the whipping uh 
what's it called? The whipping boy for, um, like journalists, uh, in terms of like people on the left, like those articles where we like, we go to the middle of, uh, Georgia or whatever to talk to Trump voters to see what it's really like. Yeah. And like part 100. Yeah. Like that's like the goal that like their goal is to be objective, right. To show like what it's like there. Like what's the true reason why these people are the way they are and did what they did or whatever. But in the process end up kind of just like fetishizing like the lower class or like, you know, like doing the most surface level interpretation of what's Mm -hmm. going on. When reality, like maybe the subjective opinion of someone from there who was among that group of people that they're focusing on would actually be more valuable and actually have more truth. But would it just, I mean, would it all just kind of like, it would, you'd fall into the same problem of like, we're trying to build, we're trying to create a thing, which is just a use, it's, what are we trying to create? We're still trying to create an article that's objective. We're still trying to create the, whatever you said, like the Midwest, uh, white nationalist who has a wife and kids we're right, still like, trying to create like who needs health care or whatever but still voted for Trump why are we trying to do that what is that about right and maybe well, it goes back to the awareness thing right to be aware but also adding on like the 21st century interpretation like to generate empathy or understanding right it's like we it seems like it would be valuable to understand someone who's different from you because maybe then we could resolve conflicts without violent action mm-hmm. you know yeah, how does empathy get done? You know, actually. You like, show, you by to... showing by showing difference that's sympathetic and similarities that are like attractive, I guess, right? Yeah. Empathy's like a stretching thing. Yeah. Like objectivity is like a stretching thing. Like mm-hmm. It's not like a pl- a state, right? But it's like an active thing. Yeah. It's like a you practice it, mm-hmm. right, rather than it being a quality. Yeah. I guess what well, we do describe people as being empathetic or whatever, but right. really it's like a thing that's done rather than an innate quality, you know? Yeah. It's not bias or a natural law. It's like something that happens that we do. That's true. Yeah. I don't, can you even do it deliberately, right? Like, don't you read most articles or somebody is reading articles, they're like, you can say that they're really just trying to create empathy for themselves or their opinion or like maybe stretch themselves especially if things more closely oriented towards opinion right is like i on some level i'm being persuasive and i want someone to agree with me yeah like i want to believe that the nazis can be communicated with so i need to read about the guy with the with wife and kids or right. whatever right maybe there's a crossed wire in terms of empathy and like agreement or like persuasion, right? Yeah. Is that like we say we want to generate empathy, but in reality, we just want someone to agree with us or like believe mm. what we're saying, you know? Yeah, you're trying to get them to come yeah. to you. You're not yeah, like, no, stretching. please just listen to me when in reality, like, let's understand each other, you know? Right. Maybe that's part of the problem. There's a, there's this Nietzsche thing. Thing. This was a translation that FT posted up once. Mm. Um, maybe I should pull it up. But there's a line that I thought about a lot. I don't, you know, I'm not gonna say I know exactly what it means, but let's pull it up. Yeah, go pull it. Uh, up. Which one is? Oh yeah, I'll just read it. Maybe you liked it. I think I can find it on the Patreon. Can you imagine if like Twitter was easy to search? <laughs> yeah. 
That's like I the, use it a lot to do like. That's the thing searches. I get. There is a way to do like advanced search, but I it's don't know how to opinion. do it. I have to Google. Yeah. Twitter yeah, like how to. Because I like have things that I've liked that I would love to get back to, but I have no idea how to find them. Do you remember which Nietzsche it's from? Yeah, here it is. So this is from the spoke Zarathustra. Okay, Zarathustra. one of his more famous ones. Yeah, and this, the title of this one, actually, well, I've never read this, was it spoke? Spake? Spoke. Mm -hmm. I've never read it, so I'm not sure how it's organized, but the title of this one is Of Loving Your Neighbor. Mm -hmm. It's a short one. I'll just read it. In the loft over you, so yeah. you huddle around your neighbor and have pretty words for it. But I say unto you, your love of your neighbor is your bad love for yourselves. You flee towards your neighbor and away from yourselves, and you want to make a virtue out of it. But I see through your selflessness. The you is older than the I. The you is declared sacred, but not yet the I. Thus does one person crowd in on their neighbor. Do I advise you to love your neighbor? I would rather advise you to flee your neighbor and love those who are furthest from you. Greater than the love for your neighbor is the love for those who are furthest and those yet to come. Greater than the love for humanity is the love for things and ghosts. This ghost that runs ahead of you, my brother, is more beautiful than you. Why don't you give him your flesh and your bones? But you are afraid, and so you run to your neighbor. You can't stand yourselves and don't love yourselves enough. Now you want to seduce your neighbor into love and gild yourselves with his foolishness. If only you found unendurable every kind of neighbor and everyone near to them. Then you have to create out of yourselves your friend and his overflowing heart. You call a witness when you would speak well of yourselves. And when you seduce them into thinking well of you, then you think well of yourselves. Not only they who speak in contrast to what they know are liars, but first and more properly, those who speak in contrast to what they don't know. And so you talk about yourselves in conversation and use yourselves to deceive your neighbors. And thus the fool says, socializing with other people's, with, excuse me. <clears throat> and thus the fool says, socializing with other people corrupts one's character, especially when one has none. One goes to his neighbor because he seeks himself, and another because he wants to lose himself. Your bad love for yourselves makes solitude into a prison. It's those who are further away who pay for your love of your neighbor. And even when five of you are together, a sixth must always die. Neither do I love your celebrations. Too many actors I find there, 
and even the spectators often behave like actors. Not the neighbor do I teach you, but the friend. The friend be unto you the celebration of the earth and a presentiment of the overman. I teach you the friend and his overflowing heart, but you must know how to be a sponge if you would be loved by overflowing hearts. I teach you the friend in whom the world stands complete, a gourd of goodness, the creating friend who always has a finished world to give away. And just as the world rolled apart for him, it rolls back together for him in circles, as the becoming of good through evil and the becoming of purpose from coincidence. Let the future and that which is furthest away be the first cause of your present. In your friend, you must love the overman as your first cause. My brothers, I do not advise you to love your neighbor. I advise you to love those who are furthest away. Thus spoke Zarathustra. Hmm. So what is your interpretation yeah, I of, think that? of that? One. I don't know. I, I pulled it up because I'm thinking about there's that there's that uh, like uh, performative empathy which is really about getting people to empathize with you. Right, to right? like you, to appreciate your yeah. ability to understand them exactly right like i gotta read i'm reading these articles right to feel so like that i person. know what's going on yeah or to like yeah i'm gonna go talk to people later about it right did you read that article right and we can both feel like that right that we under somehow understand something right yeah and that to me is like this the idea of him saying the you know your love for your neighbor is actually your bad love for yourself right you know um and then there's like the real empathy is like you gotta extend you gotta love someone who's actually not your neighbor and that the actual I think I think the interpretation is like not that like find a different person to to put the love on, right? It's like literally just stretch out and in stretching you will have a better love for yourself. Mm. Like that's actually what that feels like. It's not like you know? Yeah. And I, I think his mention of like the future or whatever I think it's almost like conceptualizing something that doesn't even exist yet mm. or like is an extreme that like we're not even experiencing or whatever. Right. And that like the, like, like you said, the practice of trying to understand that or love that or know that is actually where you arrive at something valuable, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to find that future one. You can command F. This ghost that runs ahead of you is more beautiful than you. Why don't you give him your flesh and your bones? Colossians oh, love, love to use ghosts. ghosts. They love ghosts as a metaphor, analog, analogy. Greater than the oh, this is a greater than the love for humanity is the love. Wait, oops, no, that's not it. Oh, greater than love for your neighbor is the love for those who are furthest and those yet to come. Right, and I think it's the and yet to come thing. Those you know. who are furthest and yet to come. Right. Right. Because like you said, yeah, it's not, the furthest one is not just another person farther yeah. away. It's just like the... move your body. No. Yeah, like the ideas and beliefs that are outside of what currently exists, you know? Mm -hmm. And like attempting to understand those and love those is actually the uh, commendable pursuit or whatever. Right. The one that actually gets you closest to something like truth or empathy or whatever. Something like truth. That's yeah. an important, something like truth. Yeah. Objectivity is something like truth, but yeah, 
truth, else, truth I, and objectivity are like imaginary numbers, right? They don't yeah. exist. But this thing might... What makes me feel weird about this... Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of... There's a lot of rhetoric, at least, about like... We need to hear certain sides. We need to have... We need to schedule debates. You know, we need to recover some kind of like... I think this is actually the legit part of it. Like, we need to recover a shared involvement in in the American project or in just government, right? right? And the way to do that is to, uh, you know, have the marketplace of ideas, you know, and we're kind of obsessing about the market, the marketplace of ideas, which is, I think, kind of a bullshit concept. I don't know if this is a little bit that, right? Like, like, could I, I'm the New York Times opinions editor. Right. I love, I love this... Nietzsche. I love this Nietzsche guy. He's great. I love this Nietzsche. Uh, God, who even knows if I'm saying his name right? Whatever, whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't, who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, you're the New York Times opinion editor. You hire all these dumbasses, and you're like, I'm, I'm doing the thing. I'm loving I'm doing the good work. I'm showing, showing, yeah, I'm showing the broad spectrum of yeah. uh, humanity. Do you feel that? I don't know. That's why I don't... That's why I feel like I don't get it. No, well, I think the... I think some aspects... Of like the marketplace of ideas concept is bankrupt, also like you know we had to use the language of capitalism yeah, to describe the problems with it. Um, some love like some part of that idea is broken in the first, like, part. You know, like the to have a marketplace of ideas means that some ideas will have to be more valuable than others because you don't have a market unless things are being like actively in ex- exchange, right? You know. Right. There has to be like a sh- a strata of values and yeah. quality. Well, there's got to be scarcity right. for there to be value. Right. There there's... also yeah, there also has to be ideas that aren't being represented or aren't present, right? Yeah. And we absolutely do not value an idea that is scarce. We would actually say that you're a dumbass for having like you have your one special opinion like yeah. no one agrees with you. Yeah. Like it's not a marketplace. Yeah. You know, right. As a function. I'd like I'd like to like not value any yeah, idea more than the other. Yeah. But also know we that don't there even... are some ideas that for right now are correct or right or mm-hmm. more valuable in the sense that like they'll help more people right. now, you know? It's yeah, I'm, I mean like even if you were to take the logic of the marketplace of ideas, mm-hmm. no one actually does that. Like you don't value the special pro- well maybe we do, but it's like the special private opinion of fascists. Right, or yeah, like, proto-fascists. This like, is a rare diamond opinion. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck are You'll you... You'll never doing? see another person who hates black people as much as I wow, do. Wow, what a know? special... Yeah, right. This is the one, this is the... Yeah, I... And, yeah, so, like... I want to say... Who even knows if that idea existed when this was written, right? The marketplace of ideas. But I want to say that that's not what this one is about. No. You don't think so either? No, I don't think so. Yeah, right. I think that would be a gross concept to Nietzsche yeah. now. At some, like on some level, I think he would disagree with that. Yeah. I think... Or be a bit astounded that that's the terminology we're using. Mm-hmm. I think the real tell is that... Or the thing to always come back to is like... You're, you're, like, you're actually just having your bad love for yourself. Right. Is this about your bad love for yourself? That's what you could ask yourself. Well, that's like the the internal dialogue you have to have with yourself is like yeah. ask that question. Are like, you doing the thing? Am I actually? Yeah. So like for the New York Times opinion editor, is this about your bad love for yourself being like you the know, reason you're publishing this right. or writing this? You're wearing your like 
cloak of New York Times, it's and like, like all sides. Yes. First Amendment, like we need free speech for all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Put put a little crown of the First Amendment on your head. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is that. I think you got to keep coming back to that one. Right. If you want to actually do empathy. Yeah. And that it's not like. Uh, You know, people got to do it. Like a news article can't do it, right? Yeah. No, I mean, not uh, not entirely on its own. Not entirely on its own. Yeah. 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 So then I would ask, like, if there is a flaw with how things are done now, clearly, in terms of news, reporting, journalism, writing. Yes. Like, what is the better version? Or is there, like, a more, is there a, a purer form to aspire to beyond the basic, like, check yourself before you wreck yourself in regards to empathy or like what are you know like what are you actually doing kind that's, of thing that's, that's the, uh, like is there a different form to deliver this information in that might eliminate some of these problems or avoid some of these problems well if if you're talking specifically about news right yeah yeah I think you gotta look at news as the fourth estate or whatever. I don't no. know who coined that. I don't actually... Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to Google that. You should Google that. Because I, I don't remember where that comes from. But that's totally a thing, right? Yeah. So, like, if we're going to say that the news is the fourth estate, and it's, like, actually a part of the political project... Right. ...that we're all a part is of... Is the other body with which we use to, you know... Yeah, then we got to figure out how it actually plugs into it politically. And, right. like... Does it plug into it politically? It plugs into it politically whether it wants to or not. Everything is doing that, right? right? And, like, the way that it's done right now, which is, like, you know, this, this like, non-science, I would say, of, like, literature, Mm -hmm. really, um, which aspires to, like, objectivity, but it isn't really forthcoming about its right but actually leans into subjectivity exactly whenever possible yeah and then like even pretending that there is like an objective thing to aim towards right that's like it that's your own subject you know that's a big it's your own subjective opinion that you believe that objectivity exists and is possible right there you go you're caught in that yeah i think there's a way to reform there's a way to like there's a you know they're pretending it's not tied into the political project, but we could we could tie it in in a way that was useful, and that's right. The thing to like talk maybe about. doing it more, like uh, being more upfront about like how you're doing that is maybe better. Yeah. Maybe achieves more of that awareness that you're that they aspire towards or whatever. So does that but like mean... being upfront? Like I'm writing this article because I need you to know that Donald Trump is bad, or like that I need right. you know like. Because I believe that, you know, writing this will help convince you that whatever, you know? Yeah. If you actually saw the numbers, like, I see them. Yeah, that doesn't... Right. That yeah. seems like that's what we're trying to say, but it doesn't feel... It doesn't feel good. That no, wouldn't it feels work kind of for gross, anybody, right? because we all want... We also want to pretend that we are scientists, that we are, like... Oh, yeah, I go on Breitbart, because I'm trying to get some... I'm I need, all, to, get I need to see what news. the other... Yeah, yeah I want to get... No, I mean, like, I'm, like, I like Breitbart. I'm oh, you're the, you're the Breitbart. reader. You're the Breitbart right. reader who's, like... And you're, like, like, I go to Breitbart because I need to the cut scientists. through the fake news bullshit to get to the... Right. The secret. You... We are so... We love the idea of objectivity. We love it so much that we fucking go to Breitbart. Right. Because they'll tell us that, which... And it's the most compromised thing ever, right? Right. So it's, like... I don't know. That's where the work is. We gotta, like... 
there needs to be a habit of Yeah. We're talking about a lot of ideals and stuff. Yeah. Or ways people think. And, like, I don't think you can, like, change... Like, that's hard to change. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. maybe there's a, a mechanism that... That lives inside do. the writer, right? And inside the journalist. Mm-hmm. But the firewall to that is supposed to be the editor. Yeah. Like, on some level, the editor guides the direction of, like, this section of the publication or the publication at large. And they decide what gets published and what doesn't. And they edit and change what's written to reflect the values of what they think the writer is trying to say, but also like what the publication at large believes, you know? Right. So. What sucks though is that if I There's read... at least two people who are like, <laughs> yeah. who are making decisions, you know? But then isn't the experience of that is like, I read the editorial and I'm like, ah, fuck this right, <laughs> entire right. news organization. Right. I'm going to go to Breitbart or whatever. Right. Because it lives in the reader, too, right? Yeah. What you're saying. There's like the yeah. two there's people. There's three people, really, who yeah, are the three talking people. to each other. Um, That's why I wonder if, like, maybe there's just a different way. Like, not even, like, mm-hmm. not even, like, a, like a written news or video or whatever. Like, is there just another form of delivering information? That's what I'm thinking, too. That has, that is more... Not objective, but you know, like that it is like able to do this like uh, empathetic consideration better than what exists. Yeah, you know, I think it would have you'd have to work on that level. Yeah, because there's no other level to work on it. Like, yeah, you can't like uh, we'll just like well if you're yeah if you're adhering to these ideals yeah yeah um, I'm looking at the fourth estate. Mm-hmm. I want to see who said this. Thomas Carlyle attributed the origin of the term to Edmund Burke. Bricka, maybe, I don't know, who used it in a parliamentary debate in 1787 on the opening up of the press reporting, on the opening up of press reporting of the House of Commons of Great Britain. Earlier writers have applied the term to lawyers, to the British Queen's consort, who is that? I'll read that next. And to the proletariat, (laughs) the fourth estate has been all those things before then. The queen's consort is the wife of a reigning king. Ah. I think modern modern understanding is it's the new like it's news, it's journalism or whatever. Yeah, definitely. Um and I think you could tie that to the proletariat in the sense that like if we are gonna live in this marketplace of ideas where a free market, you know, where you vote with your dollar then on some level, if you, other than through your direct voting, like your democracy, the other way you influence politics is by uh, what, like, uh, what you favorite, or like what news you read, right? Mm -hmm. That like, if news can influence politics by showing truth, or like making people more aware and empathetic towards like these bigger ideas outside of what exists that are eventually going to be condensed into politics and policy um, then by favoring a specific publication or over another you're kind of choosing like what kind of influence you want to press onto the thing because like ultimately mm-hmm. they're going to write more articles about things that people are paying for with their eyes you know 
by watching ads and whatever. Yeah. Subscribing. So like you're you are making you make wait, are you saying this is the proletariat version of the fourth estate? You're yeah. saying how it plugs in like journalism yeah. Yeah. and then like people who aren't elected representatives. Yeah. Right. That's how you do your thing. Yeah. Um I'm not saying this is the ideal right. way. I'm it's, saying that like sucks, but a I better see. version of the system we live in, that's what would happen. That's what would happen. Yeah. Right. I would vote and also when I'm not voting, how I would influence politics is by how I consume and pay for news. Right. Yeah, voting with your dollar. That's another yeah. that and the marketplace of ideas are two bullshit fucking Concepts. ideas yeah. that I are so stupid. Yeah. Um well, they, Who know. has more dollars? Oh, they, wow, what a democracy. Right, right. <laughs> Great democracy. Yeah, if everyone had the same amount of dollars, it would definitely work better. That sounds like a little bit like getting one vote. Right, yeah. Now getting like one million votes. I mean, yeah, because the other thing is like, are, is news supposed to create consensus? And did we kind of like overcorrect in that like, uh, we're, we're, like, the people who own the thing that creates consensus, you know, pull the lever towards them or whatever. Right. Which is sort of, like, the conspiratorial thing. But probably, I mean, I don't know. I mean, those people are going to protect each other. That's why they probably only go as far as saying, like, we're just trying to make people more aware. Mm-hmm. It's, it's because on paper, or, like... <laughs> Their, you know, their masthead or whatever would only say, like, the only consensus we want to create is that you're all on the equal footing in terms of what you know, you know? All... That, like, if you all read every article on the page, you would all know the exact same thing. You know? Yeah, exactly. That's the only kind of consensus that they would say they would want to generate. So but that... actually, you know, their aspirations are loftier, mm-hmm. you know, but... Should we have a thing that's about creating consensus? The fourth estate? Should we have something that create, tries to create consensus? Or consensus is like the accidental thing that happens because we're all perfect scientists. Right. Right. But then our head is. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. Um, like we should... This is maybe what I would say if I was like... I was a... I, was a, uh, I covered Vietnam as a journalist and I'm like mm-hmm. old or whatever. And I'm like... The American people saw what was happening and there was a new direction of willpower right and there was consensus right and we were able to stop the war right you know that's what the news is about right i mean is that, is what, that what happened I, I yeah don't know. that's the other thing that's i don't know i was trying to happened. that's like maybe a character but maybe they wouldn't even say that yeah because really it's like one of the president's Decided to stop for... I mean, what's, like, the... Like what's, like, the, uh... Not conspiracy, but, like, you know, the if we're talking about the true reasons why we get into war, it's, like, Lyndon Johnson had... Oh, right. Economic what's interests motivated by... Yeah, something. something that, like... That's why we got into Vietnam, or whatever. So then... Because this is the other thought I had. There's, like, consensus... But then are you really just talking about, like, outrage? That's a kind of consensus, right? Like, there's... If there's, everyone's mad, that's they're, the all, only they're all agreeing that they're angry. <laughs> yeah. And, like, maybe that's not a bad... That's not a terrible thing. Actually, like... Here's what I would say, actually. I, like, this is me, not pretending to be a journalist. Like, mm. if, like, ideal news thing is about actually generating outrage, 
generating a type of consensus and that we would also have a thing that turns outrage into constructive political action. Constructive political action. I don't know. What Does that, that means. mean like providing methods or direction? Like if you're what mad about this, like? you yeah. should try this. If you're like, pissed, because yeah, we just wrote this terrible. We just okay. We just regurgitated all this shit about the amount of NRA money all these politicians get. Right. You're like so here's angry. a list of the top. Right. You know, like and here's their phone numbers. Or yeah. like and here's and you know here's like is that phone. is that what you're talking about like. And here's the we made people ma- mad by showing how much the NRA controls gun policy in the U.S. Yeah. And we're giving you direction by giving you the phone numbers to every office of all these senators or congresspeople or whatever. So that you can call them and say, like, hey, what the fuck? Right. But then someone would say, like, that newspaper is fascist. Because they're trying to... I don't know. Because they're yeah. trying to sway... Public opinion. Yeah. <laughs> like, because they're trying to manipulate the government's democracy because I think another American thing is like any political anything politics is like fascism (laughs) like the (laughs) idea of politics to believe in an ideal or like to uh, try to change the government to express what you want to believe what you believe Uh you're like a fascist you're like you're trying to eliminate my freedom to by trying to pursue yours right you know it's yeah. it's like a nonsense thing but i think yeah. you know like what you why you don't talk about like we confuse politics for like talking about politics because mm-hmm. politics would be the action right yeah yeah it, it's not it's not it's not about people having exchanging articles right you know that's not where it happens right So, like, yeah, your outrage gets people to move. And then, if you're the fourth estate, do you need to do another thing? To be the real, to be an actual fourth estate? Right, to be an actual power that's mm-hmm. changing things. But that is things. Democrat. Well, first of all, okay, maybe to be a fourth estate, uh, imagine that all the newspapers are owned by the community so right right like eliminate the whole paid for by ads is a corporation right it's like direct it's like you taxes pay for your news Mm. yeah but then the government controls it and then is it not just propaganda so what if okay pretend that there's like a because it's the fourth estate Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's a uh, there's its own uh body of representatives Reporters are elected. <laughs> no, because then, because then, <laughs> a, then a company is just gonna pay to have a reporter, like to have the person they want win to be this governing body. Like maybe a better. Oh, there'd be super pecs. Maybe a better, a better version of a publication of a news organization is not only is it unionized, mm-hmm. and that like all of the um, all of the members of it like move together and like try to protect and maintain and achieve like a certain basic level of rights and representation. But like, it's also every person owns a portion of the company. So like everyone gets stock options, the, the company, the news organization, if it has to be incorporated to exist within like 
the capitalist structure or whatever to make money to survive as a publication as a newspaper then like maybe every person owns a, a voting portion of the company you're, you're playing itself. in hard mode right now you put, yeah you put capitalism back on top of it <laughs> yeah that's fine okay right so yeah. like if we're if that like if that's the thing like then i think for it to work every person has to have equal control over the company itself so like you have a mini election inside of the company the news organization to choose the direction choose what you do right and then it's then it's like equitable again technically it's publicly controlled because the people inside are going to do what's best for the, the company which is what's best for themselves because they own yes a portion of the company you know and if they got into this business because they have hold a certain like kind of ideal, then hopefully they're going to be positive. You know, they're going to look to like seek to generate that consensus, seek to generate that empathy, all that stuff. Interesting. So that's a way of like yeah. hopefully, you know, doing it for the public good, doing it based off what the public wants, without it being publicly funded, which means government owned. Yeah. You know. I guess I worry wouldn't so like you know there's the ten journalists they all own they all own the same ten percent of the company or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're like well we're gonna have ads on our newspaper. <laughs> well that's fine. Like ads. if they if they decide that that's how they make money that's fine. Yeah. But and then now everyone else has to do that too. I may I might view the website. Wait, but yeah, why would you I might view the website less if the ads are annoying or yeah. if I don't agree with the ads being shown, or if I don't like the articles that are being written. Right. And because they all would take like the economic windfall of that happening, they'd be more motivated to make the website how I like it, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like for the people, yeah, in whatever the lo- these are localized too, right? Like, I would think so. I think it would be like a much smaller, like you couldn't import a New York journalist to like go to to work at the Houston newspaper, like maybe, would but then I possibly? think they would eventually have to start living there, right? You know? Yeah, oh, yeah, right. But then, mm. yeah, this, this is a hard one. Yeah, it's <laughs> difficult. Solve. It's difficult. Like, okay, yeah, there's not a solution. There's just, like, a new method and a new goal to point towards, right? Well, well here's an idea. What about what already happens with, like, people just filming, uh, filming injustices on their cell phones? And posting them online? Sure. Well, they that... have to exist on a platform, and the platform has moderators and... What if it's there own was policies and beliefs and what if that's the the publicly owned not publicly owned or I'm not I'm not sure I have, have we don't have like a we don't have like a publicly owned what do they call it well what if it was just an open source like how much does it actually cost to make a website to make a social media website really does Facebook need all does it really cost that much money to Keep Facebook running, maybe because it's global. I think so. Like, they pay, uh, they outsource a lot of moderation. How much does it cost to like third world countries? Like, just the nature of the algorithm. Well, the the problem is they're all algorithmic, right? Also, yes. So like, which they is don't, a cost cutting measure. Yeah, ultimately, mm-hmm. they don't know uh, what's going to show up on the front page. They don't really understand like why. Like, they could figure it out eventually, but, like, they, like, if you asked them, they wouldn't, like, YouTube wouldn't know, like, why this video is the top video, other than, like, well, it seems people like it, and it's, it's trending, whatever that means, you know? Um, so I don't think any of the existing platforms are places where, um, 
that could happen. Oh no! Right. They, I'm yeah. thinking we'd have you'd have to make It'd be a, new, a thing. new thing. Yeah. And I'm thinking, how could the new thing not be like a Silicon Valley, uh, whatever, venture capital funded thing? Like, like a Mastodon is is open source at the moment. Yeah, it's not. So like technically, you could go to like a server on Mastodon, and it might just be all child pornography. <laughs> Based off the people who are you know, internet, who right? are tweeting on it, you sure, know? Uh, because they don't have any moderation. They don't have any moderation, so because they don't have like a central server that everyone lives on. It's just like these different little cells that you can mm-hmm. plug into, and tweet on, or toot on. It's technically it's a toot. It's a toot. That's, that's, that's what it's called in Mastodon. It's a toot. It's very because uh, it's an elephant. It's like a butt. Mm-hmm. It's like a butt. I'm thinking there's. There's a new, there's a new special website, and it's Saved America, and it's like, uh, we first we killed all the journalists, and there's no more journalists. We had to replace them with this new thing, and it was like, you film it, on your phone. No wait, the act of journalism, would be this moderator. Uh, job. An editor. And may an editor. I think moderate I think moderator is a pretty good word actually for what So they they're not taking any kind of creative license, they're just deciding whether something shows up or not. Yeah, yeah. Which is a type of creative license, but it is a little bit more specific about right. what they do. It's more actually. abstract. Right. They're not like actually I'm, editing words and yeah. you know. And like they're assembling these things out of all the stuff that people there or and secondary can I tell things. you? Can I tell you what you're describing? What did I do? What happened? So on Snapchat, they have a feature that's like a city story, right? Oh, they yeah. They have stories for locations or events. And literally, that's someone's job, is they just look at everyone's snaps, geotagged to that event, and they assemble a story. You're right. I've based seen off these. that event. Yeah. That's like a job at Snapchat. I've seen these. And there's no, you know, other than like, we want to feature stuff that's interesting or like cool, there's no real, like... They're not making any kind of decision based off, only, only based off like the most basic moderation things of like no butts, no boobs, no death, mm-hmm. no, you know, like the basic things that we for some reason agree are like the bare minimum of like uh, courtesy online right. or whatever. And those are just like... And those are purely based off location. I only see them huh. if I'm in that place. Oh, really? So I can look at the Los Angeles story because I'm in Los Angeles. If I lived in New York, I would see the New York one. If I wanted to see like an event specific one, like I could watch a Met Gala one here mm-hmm. because it's like a big enough event that like they consider it to be of national value or whatever. Like I'd wa- I could probably watch a Winter Olympics one, you know. Yeah, but then there's the special ones that are specific to yeah. where I am, and they give me some kind of insight as to what's going on in a city on a given day, maybe. So imagine if okay, is the thing like it's that. Mm-hmm. This like uh, it's about geolocation, and it's about curating or moderating, and like maybe the website or the moderators are elected by people in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and we all know their names. Mm-hmm. And every year or whatever, every two years, they gotta run <laughs> again. No, <laughs> I don't know. They shouldn't run. I'm just picturing like the one racist. They shouldn't run because like, then we're gonna get the real news yeah. for me, you know. And then of course all the trolls could manipulate it by like over, 
saturating it with like posts posts of the same thing or bad the same bad things i mean the moderator would still get to choose Mm. but like if you're the race if you're like the right wing moderator like you might at some point reach like a technological limitation of like i know there are posts here that aren't like i know there are snapchats here or video here that isn't like offensive but i'm getting flooded with so much offensive stuff that like i can't find it Oh, right, they would... Or, like, I literally yeah. can only see the offensive things, you know? Yeah. Like, more, yeah, the human machine element of this, which could be abused and, yeah. like, made broken. Very easily. Yeah. That's the problem. But I like that, yeah, I like right? that idea more. Like, I think that gets closer to... You'd have new problems. Well, yeah, there's you, new problems as naturally. Have. <laughs> yeah, but I think that does get closer to what we were talking about in terms of like the ideals yeah. of like the form, you know, the ideals being represented in the form. Because I do think video is more empathetic than writing than text. Yeah. And is it more informative? I mean, sense uh, like in terms of senses. Yes. Yeah. Beyond that. I don't necessarily think so, but, but there could be text too. And it's, this is the moderator, right? Yeah. The moderator puts the tweets together. This yeah. is the all right. This is we're giving. What's the fucking guy's name? Brian Evans. Brad. Brad Evans. Brad Evans. Yeah. This is Brad Evans. NBC Five's digital media manager, Brad Evans. For where he's at, like Wilmington. He's in Wilmington, New York. So that's okay. uh, that's the uh, Chalamet Valley. That's upstate New York. Yes, the citizens of Chalamet Valley, Chalamet mm-hmm. Valley, whatever. Or, or actually, Champlain. Sorry, Champlain. Not Chalamet. Oh right, yes. Yeah, Champlain Valley. The Champlain Valley. That's a real place, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've elected. They've elected Brad. Uh-huh. He is the moderator. For their snap map, their like Snapchat yeah. story, a or whatever the new thing a is. A skier goes missing. Uh huh. Um. And the his friends probably don't send the Snapchats to Brad. Brad at all. But he might get some of the beginning stuff. Maybe. Of them hanging out together beforehand. Them on the slope. Oh, you think he'd be uploading everything? Well, he's going to be able to see what they upload. And they're going to upload some stuff. I I was thinking it's more like I have to like make the decision of like, oh, send to... I was using the Snapchat model where like this person has an NDA or whatever and sees everything. Oh, shoot. That, yeah. Oh, God. That is a Snapchat model. Yeah. I didn't know that. That kind of sucks. Now, I think, I think you would need it to be like... Each citizen gets, you know, this is another, like, moment of democracy is when you get to choose. To decide whether I'm going to upload or not. Yeah. Okay. So, we would never hear about this story. Probably not. No. Not until the California moment. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Right? And then, do you think it's the well, onus then, is on Brad Evans to go back and see if he can find anything from when this guy went missing to construct the story? I think so. Maybe it's like you're just continually updating it. Well, what would you... Oh, you know what? Here's, here's the bad thing mm-hmm. that I just figured out. It's like... So they found... They found... Uh, Philippidus. Yeah, Philipp- Danny Philippidus. They found him in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Sacramento police found him. Mm-hmm. Sacramento police never <laughs> engage with the oversight of our... Whatever. Publicly owned yeah. and like run. They don't send the news shit. thing. They don't Video send the thing. shit. You know. Yeah. So no one ever knows about it. The cops would have to. We'd have to be watching. This is the my other quibble now. 
off of that quibble is mm-hmm. like this is like that uh whatever dave eggers the circle everybody's watching except that was google but i'm saying like what if we were all watching each other <laughs> and that just that doesn't seem good either mm-hmm. i don't know yeah I, I like this i like i like this idea <laughs> but maybe t- also technology isn't the answer like maybe it's not even at the intersection of technology and some kind of like mm-hmm. liberal understanding, philo- general philosophy, and how you write. Like maybe, maybe it's just a flawed model, and <laughs> there's no actual answer. And to pursue an answer is actually to do the kind of like bad love mm. that uh, Nietzsche's talking about. You know, like maybe as a as a as the reader or the writer to pursue the answer. Uh, the writer, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's there. Maybe that, you know, some problems don't have solutions because conceptualizing them as problems is actually the problem, you know? Mm. Something that can be solved. Like the desire to solve things is actually a pers- like it's the pursuit of truth, but like the way we live, it's actually the pursuit of efficiency. Yeah. You know? Which is not, I don't think that's, and to pursue efficiency is to, like, kowtow to... We could be efficient in certain ways. There's... I'm saying that, like, to pursue efficiency at all is actually bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends what you're making, right? What if you were making, like, you were trying to become efficient to feed people? You know what I mean? Like Yeah, what... I mean, like I'm saying, like, in rare instances is efficiency... Uh, I would say... If you were making anything efficient in the world we live in right now, it's to make more money. Yeah. It's like, you know, to exploit... Exploit someone somewhere. someone's labor. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Again, you know, the exercise was like, what if, you know, could we make it efficient toward not evil? Yeah. (laughs) Efficiently unevil? I don't know. I have, I don't know. There's no easy answers. (laughs) Well, okay, cut, cut, let's cut this whole part out. Yeah. <laughs> Where we're like... Forget it. Maybe we, it's we're both. Both. Maybe, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe we, it's both. We had good ideas. Yeah. I think it's possible. I mean, there's the counter-argument to what I just said, that, like, the pursuit of it is the problem, is that, like, the pursuit of it is the answer, also. You know, like, this is the other side of that coin. Is that... And I think that's the Nietzsche. Right, that's the Nietzsche thing. You know? Is that, like, we're loving... The thing we the mm-hmm. the far away neighbor the the concept the you know the future thing that doesn't exist yet mm-hmm. yeah right and and not making because the future is not a place right it's like what's happening is the future right yeah yeah so like uh, yeah don't love don't love the the concept of the future or like don't. This is hard too because like the object oriented nature of the word love is probably I think at what Nietzsche is saying not to do. Yeah. He just you know, is limited into what he could Exactly. Yeah. That I mean, you know, this is what I in interpretation right. Yeah. I think it's more you know, than this metaphor of loving someone who's farthest away, like we said, doesn't mean literally 
someone on far Google away. Maps. Yeah, like, okay, <laughs> this person in Maine, I, I love them and I'm trying to I'm understand exactly yeah. what they, how they are. Yeah, not literally that, but that it's about the stretching, doing right. the stretches. Yeah. Stretching's good for you. You don't stretch so that your arm can reach all the way around, you know? Yeah. You just stretch so the muscle feels good. Health. So the white face skier incident, is this an example of stretching? Why does it exist? Why does this article happen? If we can put a, after having this whole discussion, if like we can put a, uh-huh. if we can try to have a best guess as to why this article exists. Knowing oh, what there's we, so many cynical. Knowing like, what we know about journalism. I could come up with a lot of. Cynical. Oh, Look, yeah. Like ignore the cynical ones because sure, I think those will be obvious. Yeah, I think those are obvious. Yeah. Uh, I think we even talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Well, okay. You know, I did have, like, uh, reading this, I felt a little bit of wonder, a little bit of, like, what a... a you know, there are mysteries. There are mysteries. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know if Brad Evans is trying to, I mean, maybe he is trying to inspire a certain sense of wonder that like, oh, weird things do still happen. Like there are people who slip through the cracks, like as much as we live in a surveillance state, like Mm -hmm. people can still disappear. Things can still happen that we can't predict or that we can't instantly know the cause of, you know, and. And yeah, I think that's why. This got shared so much, right? Right. Because it is such a novel thing. Yeah. That like, you could... like, how could this possibly happen? How, how is there not video of this man getting in his friend's car and going to hide somewhere to fake his own death or exactly. whatever? How could there ever be a story that we couldn't figure out the ending to? Yeah. You know? Yeah. When we have all these tools. Yeah. And it's like, actually, there are... Most things that happen are actually... If not, like, uh, ontologically mm-hmm. <laughs> unfinished, mm-hmm. Um, are just never recorded. Never, you, you know, we talked about that, your gnarly-ass suicide metaphor. Right, I'm yeah. Kidding. I'm just going to keep giving yeah, you yeah. No, it's a good for, metaphor. Give me shit for that. Give me shit it's for useful. That. It's useful. It, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, the cameras, right? If you had more cameras. Yeah. Um, and that, that we kind of do believe that, like we said... There's this deep belief. You get enough cameras, you can make something out of right. it. Um, and that this white face skier missing article, the like, what it gives people is like uh, a reminder of like many things can exist right. without being reduced immediately to the to their f- end. To, to their, the bare facts. Yeah, to the facts, to the... Yeah, yeah right? To some can, kind of... Uh, what, as close as news gets to objective truth or whatever. What happens isn't about what happens. Yeah. So Brad Evans is actually saving... He's, he's saving journalism. He's saving... Absolutely. You know, like... He's saving news by... By sharing this uh, unfinished and open-ended story. That's pretty good. Thanks, man. Thanks, thanks, Brad. He did good. He did a good job. Shout out to your dog, Chance. Yeah, yeah, and teaching in France. That's cool. <laughs> I appreciate that. I think he's fake too. Yeah, he 